this week from GNC Week in Review, powered by Geek News Central. There's a rumor that there's going to be a cheaper Pixel. If you want to upgrade or activate a new smartphone in person at a Verizon Wireless store, you may have to pay extra. Facebook is in trouble again, plus plenty of tech tips. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Saturday, April 20th, 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss, and this is episode 21 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode, and I do apologize. The episode will have been posted yesterday uh, and published uh, in your podcast feed um, yesterday, Friday, April 19th, but due to unforeseen circumstances, we're bringing the episode out today, Saturday, April 20th. So please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find it on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, your favorite podcast for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. Get connected with GNCWIR, be it social or email, at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in with the tech news from this week and from geeknewscentral.com. And first up is in the smartphone news block. On Monday, a teaser on the Google Store promises, quote, something to be Something is coming to the Pixel universe on May 7th, which is the first day of Google I.O. It is possible that it would be the Pixel 3a and 3a XL, which is which would be the cheaper versions of Google's Pixel 3, Pixel 3 flagship to be released sometime this summer. Google's teaser page is extremely vague. It's most, mostly an ad for the Avengers Endgame uh, due out on April 26th, complete with an Avengers theme Avengers theme, Google logo, and a crossover video ad for the existing Pixel 3 and the new movie. Stephen Hall of the 9 to 5 of 9 to 5 Google even claimed he heard whispers on May 7th release date for the Pixel 3a a few days before this teaser. The Pixel 3a and Pixel 3a XL are supposedly stripped down versions of Google's existing 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 flagship smartphone. The latest claims that the devices will have OLED displays, a Snapdragon 670, and 4GB of RAM. There are a couple things to note. The mid-range pixels will reportedly have the same amazing camera as the most expensive as the most as the more expensive Pixel 3s. And the mid-range devices improve on the flagships with the addition of a headphone jack. Of course, the real question, the real question is of the, for the Pixel 3a and the 3a XL. So we'll keep an eye on this and report if anything comes to light officially. Verizon has simultaneously slashed and increased activation and upgrade fees depending on how you process a transaction. According to CNET and reports posted online, you now only have to pay $20 if you upgrade your device or activate a line on the carrier's website or the My Verizon app. That's that's down $10 from the previous $30 fee for either service. However, if you walk into a store or call the company's phone line for upgrade or or activation, you'll now have to pay $40 instead. A Verizon spokesperson, uh, Verizon spokesperson described personal and over-the-phone transactions of CNET as a, quote, full-service experience, and a Redditor who posted the news claimed to work for an indirect store and said employees aren't getting a pay grade, pay upgrade, excuse me, despite the higher fees. Just over a year ago, LG announced the launch of its Software Upgrade Center, a facility designed to give customers around the world, quote, faster, timelier operating system and software updates. But as Computer World 
Computer World revealed this week. It's been 371 days since the center opened, and it's done pretty much nothing. It did roll out Android Oreo to the LG G6, but only nine months after Google. It's now been 255 days since Android Pie began rolling out Pixel devices. And LG's software software upgrade center has yet to update a single one of its devices, with the exception of the LG G7 One, which is required to update with Google Assistant as part of the Android One program. Elsewhere, the LG G5 only got Android Oreo 13 months after its release, six months after G6 after the G6 got the upgrade. Upgrade while the LG V40 launched without the launched with the outdated Android 8.1 Oreo and still has that pie despite the model launching after Google's after Google released that version. I have some tech tips. Speaking of Android, I have some tech tips. Uh, beginning with uh, starting in the we're finishing up in the um, in the uh, smartphone slash Android block. Um, there's a link up in the show notes that I'll have um, under with compute from computerworld.com, the um, best Android apps for organizing your life. Uh, there are uh, there are uh, any do it's an organize do organize your do to do list. Um, there is uh, Trello where you can organize your products. There is um, to organize your notes. There's Evernote uh, things that you remember from random things. You have Google Assistant. So I'll have a link up on the show notes on how to organize your life with some really cool, uh, really decent uh, apps that you can um, check out. In the video gaming news block, Sony is working on a new PlayStation console. Last October, uh, company president Kenichiro Yoshida said it was, quote, necessary to have next-generation hardware after the PlayStation 4 Pro. Sony has been understandably um, hush-hush, shifting the spotlight towards its next batch of exclusive games, such as Days Gone, Dreams, and Last of Us Us Part 2. There are some there are some facts about the PlayStation 5 or whatever Sony decides to call its new dating its new gaming box. In a interview with Wired, system architect Mark Cerny confirmed that he confirmed that the new console will be powered by third generation AMD Ryzen CPU with eight cores built on the company's seven seven nm zen 2 microarchitecture it'll be paired with a custom gpu built on amd's radeon navy family that supports ray tracing which is a high which in an advanced lighting technique currently limited to high-end gaming pcs and some firm uh, some form of immersive 3d audio the ps4 successor will also support ak graphics and he said will ship with an ssd will ship with an SSD to accelerate rendering and reduce load times. According to Wired, Cerny illustrated this point by booting up Insomniac's Spider- Spider-Man game and showing how fast travel times can reduce, can be redu- could be reduced from 15 to 0.8 seconds. The new system will have similar architecture to the PS4. It will th- therefore be backwards compatible with PS4 games and support the current PlayStation VR VR headset. Cerny stopped short of confirming a new headset or any of the services that will be available on the console. He did state, though, that it would accept physical media just like the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 4 Pro. Uh, It's unknown when Sony will talk about the PlayStation 5 or whatever it's going to be called eventually. Epic Games is introducing introducing, extra security measures to protect user accounts. 
In an account security update the company posted, it said it said it's rolling out text-based multi-factor authentication in the future. In addition, the developer will start requiring email verification for new accounts in the future. It didn't it didn't it didn't elaborate on why the comment it didn't elaborate on why the widely common security measure wasn't implemented it wasn't implemented from the start, but its rollout is probably a response to a recent botnet attack that create that created millions of accounts using emails bound online. Epic is currently in the midst of deactivating those accounts, but it's encouraging anyone who signs up and finds their address already in use to reclaim it by resetting their passwords. The company also started making user passwords are secure by comparing them against Have I Been Pwned's database before applying them. And finishing up in the video gaming block over in the Verge.com, there is... Um, 15 game streaming services. Um, excuse me, 15 game streaming services you can try before uh, the Google announcement with Stadia. That's the video gaming streaming service. Um, I'll have a link up in the show notes. There's uh, plenty here from Steam Link, um, PS4 Remote Play, the Xbox, Apple, Windows 10, Remoter, uh, Rainway. So there's a long list here to check out. I'll have the link up in the show notes. Um, from theverge.com. In the video streaming news, in, if I get the words out, in the video streaming news block, several minutes of blurry Avengers endgame footage have leaked. The footage reveals some, some significant plot details and GIFs, screenshots and descriptions. They're all spreading across the likes of Twitter and Reddit. Um, now, press and critics have yet to see the film, and everyone involved with the production has had to sign not ironclad non-disclosure agreements. However, Disney has shown critics 10 minutes of footage in the U.S. and around 20 minutes in South Korea. If you're worried about spoilers, there are a few takes you can. Uh, there are a few steps you can take to reduce the chance of seeing them. On Twitter, you can re you can mute related keywords from the muted section of the privacy and safety settings. You might opt to install a browser extension that covers up content related in uh, related in certain terms on whichever sites you happen to visit. YouTube is testing a new gifting feature in Super Chat, a function on the video stream uh, function on the video site that lets viewers pay to pin a comment on influencers, uh, influencers live stream. The company said it's currently testing a program that grants a random group of existing, of existing YouTube premium subscribers free super chats to interact with their favorite creators. YouTube premium subscribers started receiving $2 worth of super chat credits to support creators and influencers during a live stream. Android police spotted the credits and Ryan White, head of gaming, VR and AR at YouTube also confirmed beta tests on Twitter. Premium subscribers will get the $2 credit monthly, but it won't accumulate according to Android Police. A YouTube premium subscription costs $11.99 per month. Super Chat launched in 2017 is available only for creators with more than 10,000 subscribers. YouTube takes a cut of the creator's Super Chat profits. And in, to wrap up in the video streaming news block, there is a more few tech tips over on makeuseup.com. There is the um, the best seven the seven best live sports streaming sites. There's Fubu TV, Fox Sports Go, NBC Sports, Sky Go, Red Bull TV, Watch ESPN, and Be in Sports Connect. So I have a link up in the show notes that you can check out.
Also, um, if you're a cord cutter, I'll have a link up in the short uh, in the short. I have a link up in the show notes on the essential apps for core cutters for Android and iOS. There are, uh, this is from makeuser.com. There is uh, uh, Just Watch, Bobby Subscriptions, TV Time, Vid Angel, Watcha, Rave, and they'll have a link up in the show notes you can check out. And finally, in the video streaming news block, um, every new show and movie on Hulu coming May 2019. I'll link them all the tech tips in the show notes. In Google News, Google has agreed to pay the Louisville Metro government $3.84 million over the next 20 months to repair the damage caused the city by its ill-fated Google Fiber service. The money will be used by local authorities to remove the company's infrastructure from the city's roads and to repave and, and to repave, repave areas where needed after the service ceased operation. Uh, uh, Louisville's uh, Metro Chief of Civic Innovation and Technology, Grace Simrall, says, quote, infrastructure in neighborhoods and public properties affected by Google Fiber will look as good or better than they did before the company began construction. Alphabet, Google's parent company, announced the service will be ending in the city back in February. The company's problems in Louisville stem from its decision to lay its cabling just inches beneath, beneath the road service, in part because incumbents like AT&T attempted to block Google from sharing its utility poles. Unfortunately, this, quote, shallow trenching method meant that the cabling became exposed and damaged over time, and eventually Google Fiber decided to end the service rather than to have the build, rather than to have build the entire network. Google said in February that lessons learned from the failure of using such, of using such shallow trenches have already made it, have, quote, what Google said, quote, have may, have already made us better in our other Google Fiber cities. The service remains available in 16 other cities, including San Diego, San Francisco, Austin, and Seattle. Along with paying to repair the city's roads, Google has also contributed $150,000 to the city's D digital inclusion fund, which provides refurbished computers to those on low to those on low incomes and helps to prevent cheap internet to residents in public housing. Google Fiber's uh, general manager, Mark Strama, said, quote, discontinuing service in Louisville was a very difficult business decision for Google Fiber and we'll be our, we'll, and we will be forever and we will forever be grateful to, May to Mayor Fisher and his team for their commitment to the residents of Louisville and their dedication to driving internet connectivity and digital, digital inclusion across the city. Uh, the mayor, uh, excuse me, um, Louisville Metro's Grace Sermol says also says also says quote it's clear that Google Fiber's presence in Louisville led other providers to step up and increase investment in Louisville and that was good news for consumers elsewhere consumers everywhere. Facebook, there's more problems with Facebook, and they just keep coming and coming, and just recently revealed that Instagram stored millions of passwords in plain text in an effort to force the social subscriber in, in an effort, excuse me, if I get the words out, I'm really tongue-tied, I'm sorry, in an effort to force the social network to be more conscious of privacy of its data privacy practices, 
Federal regulators are reportedly looking for ways to make Mark Zuckerberg personally accountable for his company's shortcomings. According to the Washington Post, the FTC regulators investigating Facebook are going over the company's chief previous statements on privacy to figure out if they can use them to seek greater oversight of his leadership. Several federal agencies launched their own probe into the massive Cambridge Atlantica scandal after it exploded in 2018. That was one of the mo- that was when one of the political consulting firm employees revealed that it harvested millions of Facebook users' data without her knowledge, and used it for political purposes. At the moment, the social network is under investigation by the FTC, the FBI, the Securities and Exchange Commission, and the Justice Department. In trending from GNCWIR, which trending this week, and this normally would be over on CNET.com, and to be honest, I never heard of this group, and I have a link up in the show notes that you can check out. Uh, this is uh, from CNET.com, where um, this group, BTS, um, breaks... Um, breaks YouTube records with you with music video and I never heard of this song either or a video um, uh, boy with love spelled LUV so apparently um, this is uh, um, the video which went live on YouTube Friday at 2 a.m. Um, Pacific time uh, became the platform's most viewed music video debut with 74.6 million views in the first 24 hours so I will link up in the show notes. And again, I'd never heard of this band, but it wasn't trending. I figured it wasn't trending on uh, YouTube. Not necessarily trending on YouTube, excuse me, but I figure I put this in in the uh, what's trending this week. Also this week, um, trending uh, this week on Google Trends, the 20th anniversary of the Columbine High School shooting at number five. Uh, and also finally, and with uh, Twitter trending with the hashtag uh, Mike Scott, uh, and 10.7 thousand tweets. And finally, when Engadget took an exclusive look at the PumaFi soft lacing shoes earlier this year, the company teased an upcoming beta program for those who want to try their luck. Well, the time has come. Between now and April 28th, you can apply for the PumaFi beta testing program via the PumaTrack app that's available on iOS and Android or on Puma's online form, and I'll have a link in the show notes you can check out on that. The catch is you need to be residing in one of the following 11 regions, USA, UK, Germany, Japan, Hong Kong, Sweden, Denmark, Norway, Spain, India, and Turkey. You'll be asked for your shoe size, uh, smartphone model, active interest, and general thoughts on on the FI's adaptive technology. The chosen ones will then receive their sneakers for providing constructive constructive feedback. The $330 Puma 5 relies on a top side motor motor, excuse me, a top side motor to tighten to tighten its tough Dyneema strings, and you can t- fine-tune their tension by swiping on the module or the companion app via Bluetooth. And that is the tech news of the week. Normally, it would have been Friday, but it's Saturday, April 20th, 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week, uh, this week's episode, excuse me. I would love to hear your thoughts, comments, suggestions. Want to say hi at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. And I will be back next Friday for another episode of GNC Week in Review podcast. Till then, I will talk to everyone soon.